Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Tony, Adam, and Liza. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hey, hey. Hola. Okay, I like that, Tony. Adding a little international flair. That's good. Well, it is It is Hispanic Heritage Month. Is it really? Uh, according to the Disney Parks blog, it is. Oh, well, that's where I get all my news. It started apparently at some point in September and uh, extends into October, so it's the longest month ever. Huh. <laughs> kind of like this year has been the longest year ever. Oh, yeah. Still going. Yeah, it's not stopping. I just got excited. I thought about putting up Christmas stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so ready for this. You should totally do it. Yeah. Well, I want a real tree this year, though, so I can't. (gasps) Otherwise, it'll be like a burning shrub in my living room. I love a real tree. Yeah, I'm over the fake ones. Because, like, you buy the fake one and you get, like, a pre-lit one because you're lazy. Yeah. And then, like, by the second year, you've always got that space in the middle. Yeah, it's not good. So mm. it's real tree for me. Do you guys have real trees? I've got the fake one, but I got a good one at Sam's Club. It doesn't do, I mean, it's still perfect. Really? I've had it for five you know, years. Did you see Tony's tree last night? He had the hot pink one. I really liked that one. I do. Hot pink one with fishnet garlands. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Actually, I secretly want a hot pink tree. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, tonight we thought we'd talk about news. There's actually a lot going on. So I'm going to throw the first one over to Tony, who loves to cruise, right? That's right. You know me, Mr. Uh, Platinum Castaway Club level guy. Wait a second. What do you have to do to be platinum? Do you have to, like, have one of those little, like, seafaring hats? It's got to be best friends with Bob Iger, probably. Oh, yeah. You you just have to have completed your 10th cruise with the Disney Cruise Line. Golly. Wow. Does it have to be like in a certain time frame? Nope, just in total. Dang. Okay, so what do you do? Like, do they roll out a special carpet or do you get an announcement or a bell? You get to skip on the fourth deck the, where the little track is with no, the captain. No, but I do get to uh, just board immediately when yeah. they start boarding. Oh. And uh, there's supposed to be a special little waiting area, but I never, I never end up there. <laughs> um, and you know, uh, I get the cool platinum discount on on items when I'm on my cruise. Okay. Wait a minute, what is the platinum discount? I don't know. It's the same thing that the gold discount is. I think it's like ten percent. Okay. Oh, that's not right. good. It's nothing so- fancy. I, I should be gold right now, and I'm really disappointed that I'm not. But I did it. My first cruise was for the launch for the fantasy. And they didn't count it. I was so disappointed when I found that out. That's not Not fair. Not that being gold is going to give me anything. I'm not booking. Like, all I really care about is the food. So the excursions, Mm. those are here and there. I can find a good excursion. But the food, although I think Remy's fairly easy to get into, really, um, since it's kind of pricey, as I found doing my taxes the other day and saw how much it costs to eat there. Memories. Memories. Oh, my God. It was so good. Tony. Tell us about what's going on with cruising this year, or right yes. now, actually. Well, nothing's going on nothing. right now, because until October 31st, there is a no-sale order in effect, yeah. uh, based on recommendation from the CDC and uh, set forth by the Cruise Line Industry Association, uh, CLIA. Nice. Um, CLIA's order to not sail is voluntary. Uh, they are following the guidelines of the CDC. The CDC actually wanted to extend the no-cruise date into February, but there was pressure from the White House to move it to uh, the end of October. So uh, they, the CDC did that. Can that I ask is, you a question? Yes. Sure. So 
if I wanted to book a cruise in November, could I book a cruise in November or is there nothing available? If you if you are booking a cruise with Disney, the first available sailing is December 6th. Okay. Wow. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen, right? Uh, you never know. I like your it's, optimism. Let's take things month by month. Yeah. The, the big news this week was that Disney released their early 2022 itinerary. Uh, Disney generally releases uh, itinerary information eh, usually 15 to 17 months prior to the sale dates. Uh, so that is why early 2022 was released uh, this week. Um, you know, no, no big surprises on their itineraries. Uh, the Wonder is going to be out on the West Coast. They're going to be doing some Hawaiian Islands cruises from uh, Honolulu and Vancouver. Those are two 10-night sailings. Uh, from Port Canaveral, the Dream and the Fantasy, as well as the Magic, are going to be doing Bahamian cruises and Caribbean cruises. And then the Wonder will uh, migrate to uh, Galveston, Orleans, to do some sailing, uh, as well as do some sailing from San Diego. Uh, one of the big things that people were excited for at the end of 2021, beginning of 2022, was supposed to be the delivery of the Disney Wish, which is going to be the fifth ship in the Disney fleet. Um, a few months ago, Disney's CFO mentioned that uh, the COVID pandemic would push back the delivery of the ship. And that was confirmed by the Disney Cruise Line, who stated that the Disney Wish is now scheduled for their maiden voyage uh, in the summer of 2020 is at the Meyer Werft shipyard in Germany. So uh, the Wish is going to be slightly larger than the Disney Dream and Fantasy. Um, but uh, it was the first ship in the fleet that will be burning a liquefied natural gas, which is one of the cleanest fuels uh, available. So it will help reduce their carbon footprint and make them a good, uh, you know, a good partner with the environment. Um, so that, uh, you know, we have that to look forward to probably with the, I'd say, maybe the next set of uh, release dates, which should be coming in about three months. So 2022 sailings will be available starting the week of October 19th. Uh, and they do have a rolling uh, start date, depending upon where you are in the Castaway Club. Uh, general booking will be available for the entire population October 22nd, which is a Thursday. I'm very excited. I'm not sure where we're going to go, but uh, we're looking to book something well, probably early 2022. Can I ask you a question? You're not going to book The Wish when it first comes out. I am hoping to book an inaugural sailing on The Wish. If, if I can do that with my platinum status, I will make every effort to do so. Do you think that it'll fill up right away and that only platinum people will get in? Or how, how would that work? I think if you're a silver, a silver castaway club, which is the lowest level of a castaway club, I might think you would have a hard hard time getting on. That would be me, silver yeah. loser. Yeah, it's funny because I have a I have a friend who's uh, I think he's sailed twice now, and he was like, "Hey, he goes, I want to I want to be on the Wishes inaugural sailing," and I said, "You really? I, I don't think you have a shot at that." So, yeah. uh, so what you're saying is, there's no shot for me. Don't they have multiple? There's always a shot. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I thought they had like multiple inaugural sailings. That, that's what they did with the fantasy. It seemed like every time you turn around, it was like, this is the inaugural. Well, I, maybe- I know they have a sailing with travel agents. And I think with the fantasy, uh, they took travel agents from New York because the ship comes across from Europe. Uh, yeah. It usually stops in New York. And then they took a bunch of travel agents from New York down to Port Canaveral 
And that was that was the initial sailing, but not the inaugural sailing because it wasn't paid customers. Okay. You know, they were travel agents. Once it got to Port Canaveral and it was the first sailing with paid guests, uh, then that was the inaugural sailing. When we did it, we did it out of Port Canaveral and they did us with media because they had like Good Morning America, like the weather guy on there. Like he was swimming and we were all like, oh my God, that's the weather guy from Good Morning America. So they had did that and then they had a second media one after us. And then I think that's when they started. So they had two back to back. It was awesome. Is Al Roker the guy? No, it wasn't Al Roker. It was like the blonde guy. Oh. Is it Sam Champion? Yes. That yeah. is a name right there. It was Sam Champion, and he had this lady he was hanging out with. Mrs. I don't think Champion? it was his girlfriend. No. No, it was no, like it, his friend. Mr. Uh, Sam Champion, um, no, would not be with. But um, he's a New York uh, weather person, you know. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, he seemed friendly. He had like, you know, he was just flipping around in the water, having a good time at Castaway Key. Sam Champion, Sam Champion will find the right girl one of these days. Um, Probably will. Him and Barry Manilow. (laughs) Yes. It's me. Call me Barry. So, yeah, you know, with with the inaugural sailing, um, you know, there's there's only twelve hundred and fifty staterooms. So it's, you know, it's going to be a very, uh, very popular uh, cruise. So I, I know when it comes out, I will be I will be dialing. I will be connected. I will. Uh, I was going to say I would kill my mother, but that's probably not. Wow, uh, not Tony. To wow. Yeah. Well, you know, you could sell her. <laughs> I could trade her. That's an idea. <laughs> tell yeah. somebody. Trade her in. Can I upgrade this for a sailing? Tell them like she cooks and stuff, and it's worth it. There you go. Seriously, I just also want to add that I saw Sam Champion later on, and he had a very well tailored shirt, which I appreciate a well tailored shirt. I'm sure many he did. men. Many men do not tailor their shirts. They just let them be all baggy and willy-nilly. Okay. I well, have that's one, exciting. I have one tailored shirt. Do you really? Yep. Adam? I don't think Adam tailors his shirts. Uh, I, well, I, I had tailored shirts, but um, I then haven't been to the gym. No, yeah, no, it's the opposite. I haven't been to the gym. COVID. Since March. and COVID-10. Things don't fit anymore. Yeah, but, I feel uh, you. My cats yeah, gained the COVID weight, too. <laughs> your cats oh yeah sure. i'm like gosh like she got fat and i'm like well we've been on yeah. lockdown you know i have one that looks like a sweet potato when you look at him from the top down he's orange oh, he looks just like sweet love it. it's adorable anyway okay all right okay i think that's exciting are any of you gonna book adam liza are you gonna book anything new they're not going to let me on. They're going to say, uh, you, you're not getting on here. Well, you it's are already full. Luck. I mean, already brought two hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was, I, so, I didn't know the didn't power you burn that I a had. church down once? I did. Yeah. Not voluntarily. <laughs> do, uh, do any of you have a bucket list cruise? Me? Oh, I want to go back to Norway. But I don't want to go to the, the side that I did before. I'd like to go the other side and then go to Russia. Because um, I used to live in St. Petersburg, and it's a phenomenal town. But I don't really want to take my kids there. Um, but I would feel maybe kind of safe overnight, like doing a couple days on a cruise. Um, mm-hmm. So that's fine. The the Northern Europe one. It never it never happens during uh, when my kids are out of school because their summer break is June and July, and they switch to Northern Europe in August and September mm-hmm. for some weird reason. Right. So 
I'd want to do the like a European river cruise over there. I'm not even sure which one. I don't even think I care. I would just like to do yeah. one. That would be great. I would love it. What about you guys? What about the boys? Wherever Tony lets me cruise, that's where I'll go. <laughs> the Orange Blossom Trail. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> Jungle person. Cruise is always fun. <laughs> These, uh, it's a small world. I would um, either either like Panama Canal sounds like interesting mm-hmm. or something to do with. And I don't know if this is even an option, but um, the Amalfi Coast in Italy. It is actually there. There's one uh, next summer, summer 2021 that came out. And I don't know how well, because it's you do stop in Italy and you have the option of kind of touring that or going, I think, a couple other places that day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be like an intense like that's your one day, but that might be enough. Yeah. So and then they go around and they go to Greece, they go to Dubrovnik and stuff like that. I mean, there are a couple of really nice options in Italy. Ooh, that so. would be nice. Yeah, that's an, we were actually booked on booked one of those. Um, and then, uh, we decided to go ahead and turn that into an adventures by Disney. We've had many canceled trips though. So who knows if we'll ever go anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, my, my bucket list is, uh, a Panama canal or Atlantic, uh, transatlantic crossing. I've heard both of those are phenomenal. Yeah. Well, at, at least with the Panama canal cruise, you know, there's port stops involved. Yeah, uh, and it's a 14-day uh, adventure. When when you're going transatlantic, there's five or six or seven days of just nothing, and I I'd be fine with that because the yeah. last time I came, I, last time I came across the Atlantic, I was on a frigate, and uh, the service was horrible. A frigate, I love that yeah. word. Okay, I have to tell you that I've had clients do both the Panama Canal and the transatlantic. And um, the Panama Canal, okay, that was not the best option for them, as it turned out, I think, um, because it was right when everything hit. But they did have a good time. But the same client did the transatlantic, and she said they were busy the entire time. She's like, they thought they would just laze around and do nothing, but there were so many activities and there was so much fun stuff to do that they stayed really busy. But I think both of those cruises are not cruises you do. And I, and I think that's why they're popular with older people because who has two weeks off in May, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. So it's a, it's a commitment of time. It is. And the other thing is once you get where you're going, you've got to make your way back. Cause it's not a closed yeah. loop cruise. Right. I would love to be able to do that. That'd be phenomenal. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the second one. I've got in my notes. I've got Adam and Clown. Yeah. So well, everyone, that's fitting. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny guy. Everybody loves clowns. No, no, they don't. Oh no, clowns are the worst. Clowns think they're funnier than they are, and <laughs> that is annoying more than anything. That's just obnoxious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, th- I think the faint, the most famous clown at Disney World was the clown at the Luna Park pool at the boardwalk. Oh my gosh, the freakiest thing ever! Its eyes glow at night. <laughs> the eyes, the Keister coaster, which I think is a really cute mm, name. Keister coaster, <laughs> that's so creepy. And uh, and it was that, that was at- my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> it it is themed after like a wooden roller coaster you would have found at the boardwalk in Atlantic City or on Coney Island back in the 20s and 30s. And and those types of um, roller coasters still exist. And then, of course, you slid out of the clown face. And nice. 
this my dream. Pa- this past this past week, we've seen pictures of pieces of the clown taken apart, and right now it's under refurbishment. Now we don't know if they're going to put a new clown in, or if they're just going to not have any um, freaky. Uh, object to slide out of it's just going to be a slide or they're going to put something else mickey mouse's face i thought the Woody. press i thought the press release said mickey and friends oh uh, did it maybe a scary mickey clown maybe <laughs> maybe one of those old school mickey one of those old drawings of mickey like older drawing but it I says never... adam it says that the evidence means that the clown itself is not being refurbished or repainted but being removed entirely Oh, because they just saw him taking the hair off, but they're thinking there's, like they took the whole thing off. There's video. Know? There's video of the cut up clown in the back of a truck. What? Yeah, but okay. maybe they're just going to replace it with a new clown. We don't know. Why did they cut the clown up? Why didn't they keep it? They could have sold it to someone like John Stamos. He would have had that in That's his true. house. No, who's driving the truck? That would have been his truck. headboard for his bed. He's <laughs> driving the truck. Maybe okay, Stamos that would be awesome. <laughs> I would. I would pay money to see that. I'm not going to lie. Oh my gosh. Nobody oh John Stamos, I mean, with the clown headboard, I, I don't know if I could do it. It's like your dream, right? <laughs> it's my dream and my nightmare. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like Stamos, but I don't know if I like him that much. It would be really difficult. I think you could work around it. I would Liza, have to try to figure honest. something out. That's that's true. I'd probably have to figure something out. Anyway. <laughs> okay but they're gonna have to keep it whatever they do i feel like they're gonna have to make it like themed to something of the boardwalk somebody put a funny picture that funny picture of that crazy kid chair (laughs) that was that's such a pretty resort there's so many things they could do i have faith that they will not put another clown that you slide out of that's just weird Yes. And children hate it. I have clients who won't stay there. Mm-hmm. I have people who are like, you know, it's a nice resort, but I hate the pool. That's me. So. I like the resort. But as soon as you turn the corner and you see it, you're just like, oh, no, I wouldn't slide down that. We, we should probably stop acting like we can afford to stay there. That's okay, true. That's, <laughs> that's like, true. <laughs> oh, so Lord. has anybody actually ever slid down this slide? My kids have. I don't know that I have or not. I we, haven't. We only stayed there when they were really little, so. I stayed there in the, like, winter-ish time. Yeah. And I don't really do pools anyway, but it was too cold to, to try it. So I, yeah. I I stayed there. I saw it. I saw all the glowing eyes at night. It did freak oh. me out. But uh, I don't know why they kept those eyes on at night. That just seemed. That is kind of weird. I, that was a little much. I, if I was staying in a room facing there and I saw that, you know, you wake up at two in the morning and go to the bathroom and you see the eyes out your window, that would have been a little scary. When we stayed there, we had a pool view. and uh, But I don't really remember it creeping me out or anything. And like I said, the kids were really young then. I think that's the only time we've ever stayed at that resort as a family. But, I mean, I love that resort. I think they do a great job at Christmas decorating. and But the best rooms there have a view of the boardwalk and are higher up. That's that's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those I've, – I've had a view of the middle, like, courtyard. But yeah. you can also see the boardwalk mm-hmm. from there. And um, 
it's great yeah especially when yeah. there's stuff going on and not like you know now what? just people sitting on benches crying yeah. going going for quick service is such a pain it's a pain yeah yes we, we stayed there yeah. we stayed there once it was uh about 17 18 years ago and uh never again well, and they haven't really improved that situation. I mean, the, they do have the Boardwalk Bakery down there, which has a few items, but it's pretty busy in the morning. Um, so your alternative is like to walk into, you know, a park or something, but or go over to the beach club side. But they don't really have that good of quick service over there either. So it's kind of it's not great. I don't I don't like how you have to go. And I've said this before. You have to go outside the resort to get something to eat yeah you have to go down the stairs or on the elevator it's an elevator but you have to go then go outside so if it's raining you have to leave the resort outside to get something you you're not undercover there and um i feel like that was like a missed opportunity for having something they do have where the bellevue lounge is they do uh breakfast stuff in the morning now oh i didn't know that well well now they're not but well. they have they do it normally not there's not a lot of options not a lot of variety right and it's only i'm pretty sure it's only breakfast and then it's shut down for lunch and then they do if they're doing like if they have the bar set up they'll they'll have that but um i just don't like how you have to go outside to get something and then go back outside to leave go back upstairs it's like a extra process that was unnecessary yeah i i agree i i think that resort really does that is the biggest issue whereas at nighttime there's like you know plenty to eat there's lots of restaurants so during the morning which is i find the most challenging time to get food in the park so that can be kind of frustrating especially if you have younger kids that are you know they're not wanting to wait to eat so okay let's move on oh it's me fall okay so in addition to cruise coming out um fall 2021 which you might not be aware, but you couldn't book past September 25th to like the 3rd of October. And the reason for that is I would imagine because of the 50th anniversary. So that came out today, big surprise. We woke up to it. And, um, I know that me and Adam both booked, uh, right around the anniversary of the 50th. Cause we want to be there cause we're crazy. And, um, people have been booking like crazy. I think because, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen in the spring, but by summer, people are thinking things are going to change and get better. And by fall, people will be, you know, really excited about traveling. So all of our agents were just busy all day long, very exciting. It felt good to get back to work and, you know, to do our job. So if you're looking to go, of course, give us a call. We would love to help you and there's no charge. So we'll make sure you find the right agent for you. Okay, next up. I think this is actually, oh, this is Liza. Okay, we're actually going to go down the road about eight miles to Universal and talk about something that's happening over there. Well, at Universal Studios, they are constructing, and I think they're almost finished, it looks like. with It's massive. It I is, saw it a couple weeks ago. Wow, really? Yeah, huge, yeah. Okay, it's the Jurassic World Velocicoaster at Islands of Adventure, And they've actually, I mean, it looks like this giant coaster in the middle of these jagged rocks that's got a waterfall in the middle of it. It has electric fencing around it. Well, faux electric fencing. It's like, it looks like, you know, when they had the dinosaurs enclosed and they had that big fence 
around it. That's what it's supposed to look like. Hopefully, it's not really electric. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be really awkward. Then it would be lots of danger. Um, Do you know what's weird? Is it sort of like goes right along the water. So if you know Islands of Adventure, you know they have that big space, that big lake. And it's mm-hmm. like all along that, like it is humongous. Like I was surprised it was so big. Oh yeah, it looks it looks big. I mean, it's trying to keep the raptors out is what they're doing. It goes Tony over lots to, of water. Yeah. Well, you will like it. I think Tony and I are going to have to skip. I don't know about Adam. And it looks I'll, like I'll probably try it. I'll probably try. You're it. try it. I'm not trying yeah. it. I actually have a uh, a ride through, uh, computer generated oh. ride through that you can take of it. Uh, it's it's one track, but there's lots of inversions. I think there's two magnetic launches uh, that take place. Um, it's definitely a creative use of space uh, because they managed to wedge it into the Jurassic Park section, and, and I think that's why a lot of it goes over water is because they didn't have that much space. Um, but, uh, I, I'm amazed at the fact that they put this thing up before the announcement, wow. you know, the, they, they haven't the, announced when it's opening. Uh, they, they've said next year. Okay. The track was completely completed by the time they gave the announcement. So if you've ever been behind the three broomsticks in Hogsmeade, there's like that little outdoor patio, which is really the best place to eat in either park. It's really nice. Um, and you can get such a good view there, but it's kind of like almost, I, I wonder how they'll incorporate that theming because it kind of does intrude upon your wizarding, wizarding world mojo, you know, like when I'm in the wizarding world, I don't want the rest of the world in there. I've, I've seen the, the pictures. It, the track is right there next to where that, uh, what you, would you call it a, not a balcony, uh. It's like a little patio. patio. Yeah. yeah. It's right there. Well, the track yeah, is right it's there. close. Yeah. And um, so I maybe they're going to put some kind of wall between it, but I don't – you're still going to hear people screaming as they go past. Yeah. I've never been, so I don't know how intrusive that's going to be, but just – It's not super, super close, but it's close. And, I mean, they did such a phenomenal job with the theming in both of those um, Wizarding World areas that I would hate to see them mess it up. But, I mean, they probably figured something out. I mean, you know how it is. We're always like, well, how's that going to work? And then you get in there and you're like, oh, brilliant. So, okay. Well, I'll be passing on this. You still have to get me on um, Hagrid's, which I don't think is that bad. Oh, that's probably nothing compared to this one. Yeah, I don't think – I think – well, Kevin said – my husband said something that it was like – comparable to the hulk i think so mm. if you you've all been on the hulk i think what tony wait. have you done the hulk oh no i would never do the hulk wait okay. hagrid's is comparable to the hulk no the um jurassic world one is comparable yeah yeah probably yeah. so probably so yeah. but it just looks so yeah. much fun it looks like so much fun i get the feeling like and i need to go on hagrid's but i get the feeling that hagrid's is kind of like a slightly faster um, slinky dog. But this one's going to go upside down a ton, and Hagrid's isn't going to do that. No. Because I'm watching the virtual ride through now. It just looks so smooth. It looks amazing. The Hulk is not smooth at all. Yeah. It's really Ugh. rough. It is really rough. I'm going to have to take your word for that. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of things opening, um, there was some discussion, I think it was on our private group today for the podcast, um, about Ratatouille. Nobody knows. Like, it seems like we heard a lot of rumors that it was going to open sometime in November. 
I've been asking around to find out if anyone I know has been invited down for like a media event or a travel agent thing. Cause they, they tend to, you know, do those together, nothing. So I am thinking we're not going to see that open. Certainly not in November. So, and then guardians isn't open in, until what next summer. I don't think, yeah, they, I, I don't think they've given a date. And uh, th- I think they're still working on a lot on that. They couldn't do anything for yeah. uh, March, April, May, June, July. So they didn't really start back construction until August. So I could I could definitely see that not opening, but Ratatouille. I mean, come on. Ratatouille is essentially done. Yeah, yeah. I it was finished already. It kind of well, okay. When I was there a couple weeks ago, we took the um, gondola and we were kind of you know looking down and. Um, there's still like a lot of outdoor kind of greenery that needs to be put in and that kind of thing, but otherwise it's done. And that was a couple weeks ago. So, um, you, you know what the, one of the major problems with guardians is, is, um, shooting the scenes, you know, obviously Chris Pratt and the rest of the guardians will, oh. will have some role in either the pre-show component or, you know, maybe scenes within the ride, like they are on, um, uh, in California, in, uh, God, I can't think of the name now, in the old Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, Mission Breakout, thank you. Um, and they've got to film those scenes. Now, uh, Guardians 3 should have been shooting by now, uh, but all of the hullabaloo with uh, James Gunn, and then he's shooting Suicide Squad, and then the COVID pandemic pushing stuff back. I mean, they're not even scheduled to start shooting Guardians, I think, until late next year. So uh, you know, un- unless they're going to get them together, you know, outside of the movie sets, which a lot of the times they've got them on set for a movie. And that's when they shoot a lot of these scenes. Hmm. Uh, you know, it- it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, especially since they're all in their makeup already, because you figure right. like how many of these these aren't just actors in suit and ties. They're, you know they're in costumes and such and that's and chris pratt i mean they're shooting the jurassic park or jurassic world three movie still in london and he's shooting that over there wow he's Um, in everything i yeah i think everything like like you know like these actors they have their own schedules and once when things get pushed back they gotta kind of well and the one thing you kind of have to worry about with chris pratt too is he always gets his dad bod when he's not working and he's been in quarantine for like seven or eight months. So who knows what's going on? I wonder if the new guardians, if he gets like dad bod kind of like, Oh Uh, yeah. (laughs) Well, let, let me say, I just looked it up here. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is scheduled to begin production on February 1st. So that would actually, that would actually give them time to, you know, shoot the scenes and, you know, have it ready for a October opening. Maybe that's the big 50th anniversary opening. I think Chris Pratt is doing a plat, a plank right now. He's just planking. Really? He's going to do that for the next four. He's going to have to. He's going to have to do something. Unless yeah, they I, want him to have dad bod in the movie. I, I think he is the better looking of the, of the Chris's. So he can carry it off. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's cute. You know, I like to give you guys a little bit of trivia every now and then, and I am actually Chris Pratt's dad, dad bod double. <laughs> <laughs> he you needs a dad what? bod double. 
But see, there's not, I mean, you know, I could see that, totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have I, to get some lighter colored hair. Oh, yeah, and I have to shave a few gray patches on my chest, but that's okay. <laughs> well, he it's just what I'm willing it. to do. Wait a minute. He just Are you going to dye down. the chest hair? Do men no, do I, that? No, I just, I shave it. Um, it's shave what it. I'm, it's what I'm willing to do for my craft. It, you know, I could totally see that. He eats Mickey bars trying to prepare. He's prepping for his role, and they only shoot from the neck down. Tony's very specific <laughs> about that. It yeah. is rigorous, and it's actually from the neck roll down. Thank you. <laughs> Third roll to the right. Third roll to the right. That's funny. All right. Well, now we've picked on a total stranger enough. Let's move on to our last story, Adam, and he's going to talk about a movie release or not release. Well, I mean, it's still going to get released just in a different way, I guess. Okay. Um, So the new movie, Soul, is a Pixar movie. It was supposed to come out in theaters in... And we're going to cut... Okay. It was supposed to come out in theaters June 19th, this past June 19th. And it got delayed to November 20th. And then they've decided to skip that November 20th, and they're going to release it for free on Disney Plus. So as long as you have a Disney Plus account on Christmas Day, which is December 25th if you're not following along at home, then you'll be able to watch Soul. Uh, Soul is a movie about a middle school music teacher who has trying to uh, perform jazz music professionally and then there's an accident and then his soul gets separated from his body. Um, I've heard it's got a lot of like inside out vibes where it's like your inner soul sort of like separate from your body type mm-hmm. thing if that makes sense jamie fox is the uh is the voice actor for the lead tina fey is in it Questlove, who is the lead uh and i think he's the guitar uh, the drummer on the band for jimmy fallon's um uh, house band for jimmy fallon uh, the tonight show with jimmy fallon Felicia Rashad, Mrs. Huxtable, is in it. All right. Uh, D- Diggs, who is from uh, Hamilton. Angela Bassett. Oh, and... I like her. Oh, June Squibb is in it. Um, John Ratzenberger, of course, is going to be in it doing something. I was about to ask about Ratzenberger. I know. But um, so, I, so I don't know if this means that the Mulan thing didn't work for Disney, where they charged $30 Whoa. Uh, for you to watch it. It with your Disney Plus account, but I I didn't do it. I, I did. didn't do it. Would, it was did great. you like it, Chris? Did you? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I I thought it was really good. I thought there were a lot of interesting messages in that movie, and um, it's too bad it wasn't in a the theater. I, there were also like a lot of things going on surrounding it, which I think were complicated. But I I enjoyed it. My daughter loved it. You know, yep. of course, they missed the music. From the first well, one. it was a hard sell for me because Donny Osmond wasn't in it. Uh. <laughs> we uh, we purchased it uh, like Chris. We enjoyed it. Um, I would have liked to have seen it on the big screen because I think it had that kind of of majestic feeling to it, and and it would have been you know a lot better on a, a 50, 60 foot screen than it was on yeah. my you know seventy inch television. Seventy inch. Um, that's impressive. Well, you know, that's <laughs> depends on where you're measuring it from. Maybe maybe 65. <laughs> um, you know, but but I think as far as Soul being released for free, it, it goes to what Bob Chapek said when Mulan was released. He said this is going to be a one-off occurrence. 
that the Disney premiere $30 cost is just to help us, you know, pretty much recoup the cost of uh, Mulan's production. And hopefully they stick with that because the last thing I want is to have a service that I'm paying $6 a month for, uh, and then you're going to start charging me for video on demand. And, um, you know, I, I don't think anyone wants to spend additional money. I'd, I'd much rather, you know, hopefully have this pandemic over at some point and get back to the cinema experience because I, I as much as I love watching movies at home, you know, I love them watching. I love watching them in the theater even yeah, more. Yeah, I like to go to the movies. I was saying that today, like, I miss going to the movies with my kids because that's something we would do quite frequently if there was, you know, every other weekend or so, we would try to find a movie and go watch it with the kids. And it was just the thing we did. And with no movies to go to, it's just kind of, it's not as good. And I think with Mulan looking, the look of that movie it looked like it was a beautifully shot movie from the previews that I saw. So I bet it would have been better on the big screen. But, you know, I mean, Donny Osmond. It was good. It was really good. It had yeah. a very, I think it had a very like pro female message, which I sort of enjoyed because I'm that kind of person. I think uh, the hesitation to by Mulan from from like the the non fan mm-hmm. is that you you know there already was a Mulan so I think to somebody to the uneducated viewer they might just see this new Mulan and say oh it's probably just like the old one so I don't need to buy it especially since they had to say when they were going to release it for free on Disney Plus which is like sometime in December so it's like you're waiting two months for it to come out you know with your subscription anyway. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess they feel like the soul thing wouldn't work. I don't see why they wouldn't charge it anyway, just to make it a couple extra bucks and then have it on. I don't know if they feel like it's bad publicity to do that. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I think the Mulan show movie was going to be more internationally, um, recognizable and popular, which is why they wanted to charge it. Cause maybe they could have made more money internationally as opposed to this soul movie which it seems like it's going to be more for like a u.s based audience but I, I could be wrong and and don't forget you know you're looking at an animated feature versus a live action feature and the live action features uh just by their very nature cost more to produce than an animated feature uh you know so uh, the cost if, if you look at the total production cost for mulan versus the total production cost for uh soul you know, you're probably looking at Mulan costing three times what Soul cost. Um, so uh, therefore, they've got to recoup that that money. And I, I think I look at it as it, it's kind of a loss leader. It, it, it's like when Disney gives you the free dining plan. You know, they give you the free dining plan to get you down to Disney where you're going to buy more souvenirs and more drinks and more ancillary product. So they're getting money from you anyway, even though they're giving you the free dining. Essentially, that's what they're doing with with Soul. You know, if, if, if they go through a couple of, uh, a couple month period where they have to put movies for free on Disney Plus only until they can get you back in the theaters. You know, I, I think if they start charging for movies, then it's going to sour people on Disney Plus as a product. And, you know, you've got 65 million people subscribed to Disney Plus right now. I don't think you want to turn, you know, even if you turn 10 percent of those people off, you're losing six million subscribers. So I, I don't think they want to do that. Yeah, and and Mulan um, was supposed to be very big in China, 
but China does not have Disney Plus. So Chinese market had to either go to a theater, which there are theaters that are open there, or they'd have to buy it another way, which I th- I know Disney has allowed other um, websites to, to have the opportunity to, to charge for the movie to be shown. And, uh, um, and, and maybe Soul has a different audience. It's got a different you know audience. Soul, Pixar, usually family-oriented. Mulan was rated PG-13. So right away it was, you know, keeping out a, a group of, you know, customers, children, young children that either wouldn't be able to watch it or, you know, the parents might be hesitant to show it to them just because it might be I violent. could see where it would have been a little bit much for kids like under eight or nine. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a Christmas Day release. So most likely you're going to be home if you celebrate Christmas and you're not working and. So it would be good to uh, watch as a family if you want to. Or by the time you go to sit down, everybody's yelling at each other because they didn't get all the presents that they wanted. And you guys are all sitting in separate rooms and you could watch it separately. That's a a brilliant idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or or if you're on a podcast, you can get together with your fellow hosts and use the Disney Plus group watch feature to watch it all together. Ooh, that sounds special. I love it. Not really. That's kind of cool. I didn't even know they had that feature. Yeah. They recently added it. Adam and I actually tested it. You did? Really? What'd you watch? We watched... um, uh, we watched something very cute, uh, The Wind in the Willows. Oh. <laughs> we watched, that's right, we watched some Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad. <laughs> um, so the group watch, if you're not familiar, it's not, it doesn't have a chat feature. So it's just, you, you're both watching it together. And then you whoever pauses it, pauses it for the group. And then you can send emojis, but there's only like six that are available. So you're just like <laughs> clicking an emoji like a laughing face like as a part is that what you two did you just sat there sending each other emojis now you can watch it through your the cool one of the sort of cool thing is you can watch it through your phone and then your phone call stays active so you could talk to the person on your phone and watch it at the same time but then you're listening to the phone conversation and the movie playing which is complicated so Hmm. i don't know I, I don't know how great it, it they probably just needs a typing chat feature. I'm I'm sure that will come with future iterations. And uh Chris, just so you know, uh, Adam and I sent emojis to each other and then we giggled like Japanese schoolgirls. Oh, that's yeah. So sweet. Yeah, you wouldn't want to watch Next time you guys need to take me. little pictures with filters yeah. with those puppy dog filters that'd be great <laughs> we will I, I i think you know it's a great feature it allows you to watch a show with up to six people um we've used it with isabel up at yukon uh you know she was in her room one night and we just we sent her a, a little link and we can watch a show together and oh, it's at the so same time nice. um can and you see what she's doing is she mm-hmm. really watching the movie or is she like turning it on and then being like no, she was she was watching the movie. We uh, they won't let us spy on her. Um, uh, so uh, so it's, it's a really cool feature. So you know it can be people inside your family, like Isabel's on my account, but Adam's not. So uh, I used his email. I sent him the link. He logs on to Disney Plus with that uh, with that link, and it connects it connects the, the session together. So it's a it's a fun new feature. That's really nice. I like that. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, I remember when I was like in law school. And my husband and I weren't living in the same states. Um, we would, you know, see a movie 
and he would see it the same movie at the same time. Oh, that's nice. Maybe that was some other guy. Oh, yeah, maybe that. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It was my husband. <laughs> I never did I that. All right, Chris, what are you doing tomorrow? Um, I think I'm going to be watching The Bachelor. Let's watch it at the same time. <gasps> Is it coming on? Yeah, yeah it's on a Sunday. crazy girl. Tuesday, Tuesday. 39 year old who they keep telling is 39. Oh, she's already been like turned down so many times. Okay, I'm excited. I think she has, you can tell the guy who comes out and he's like this huge jock looking guy and she's all like oh ah, and that's it he's a football player former football player something like that literally yeah. a jock wait wait wait! <laughs> did the first like, episode already come out tuesday oh it i'm gonna have to rewatch it. Watch, like, Dang it yeah you need all to right. watch it and then we'll talk about it we can include adam too so there you go we know exactly what our social life is going to involve for the next eight weeks hey i'm pretty really pumped about it yeah it sounds like a good one okay um, do, does anyone have any more news to talk about? Anything exciting? What did we see? $2.2 billion loss out in Disneyland. That's making me cry, by the way. And and that's just Disneyland. That's not the, you know, surrounding businesses that are affected that, you know, feed yeah. off of Disney scraps. That is the saddest part. Because, you know, when you think about it, there's only three hotels that Disney owns, right? And so they have tons of good neighbors. They have all of those um you know, uh, convention hotels. It's very sad. All the little restaurants that, you know, you kind of go to when you're trying to spend only $6 for breakfast instead of 26. It is sad. And I I, I really open up. Do we even kind of know, or we have no idea? No, nothing at all. We're supposed to go out there the 27th of December. We have flights, we have the whole thing booked, but, um, and we've had it booked since June. We've moved it probably five times. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think we're it going. It doesn't seem like it's going to open this year. Oh, I was doing our taxes and I saw all those Napolini receipts for the little pizza place. I'm like, dang, my kids really like that pizza. But <laughs> like, it's so sad. Um, That's a but, good spot, though. Yeah, it really is. That's just a wonderful park. So on that happy note, if no one has anything else, I'm going to turn it over to Tony. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. And when you are ready to travel again, they can get you there. And by there, they mean anywhere. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. On behalf of Chris, Liza, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.